The following story was a winner in our 1000 word fast fiction contest. If you enjoy tales like this, head on over to coldopenstories.com. On the site, you'll find our call for submissions, writing competitions, and a community of authors and voice talent. While you're there, be sure to check out our award-winning full cast audio dramas, fan fiction, and original content. And now, Cold Open Stories presents Her Name, written by Delio Perra and performed by Heike Privitzer. In the shrine world of Palma Alternum was Little Rat, a wiry girl just nine years old. She lived in the alleys, the places between the basilicas, with towering spires that brushed the clouds, and churches as big as cities on other planets. Little Rat had heard of, but had never seen the subterranean libraries that sprawled for hundreds of miles. Little Red lived for one thing, to find her name. The name meant to be hers, but was given to a girl born seven minutes before her. The sister Hospitalis had only so many to give in a day, and any child born after the names were assigned received a number. Little Red didn't even know her number, however. The sister space for mewling infants is reserved for those with names. The numbered children are left outside for the Emperor to watch over. Those who don't survive are thrown away in the morning. Those who live often wish they hadn't. During her first night outside in the rain, Little Red's number had turned to mush. Little Red had spent her life in one of the many market districts in Gailaco a city with as many shops selling incense, prayer candles, and litany parchment scrolls as places to buy food and clothing. Her only friend, her only friend, an older boy named Brick, has watched over her since she was left in the Emperor's care. While Little Red has never known her number, she does know the day she was born. After years of searching, Little Red found the last girl to be born on the same day as her. The last girl to be given a name. Her name? Mariana Diaz. It only took Little Red a day to find where the imposter Mariana lived. The girl who only received a name thanks to when she was born. Imposter Mariana lived in one of the many chapel tenements whole city sections that were as much a church as living spaces. The apartment homes were stacked atop each other and covered by a two-block-wide, arched stained-glass roof that ran for ten miles. Little Red wondered about Mariana's family, who they were and what they did. She first followed the father and learned that he was a scribe a scribe who stole pots of ink he traded in the alleys for vials of pressed sin seed oil. 
so named for the visions of decadence they induced. It was rumoured to come from pressing a strain of mould particular to old holy books found deep in hidden corners of the buried libraries. Then there was the mother. Little Red wondered if she too was as foul a being as her husband. She learned, indeed, the two were soulmates. Usurper Mariana's mother was a mechanic, tasked with the repair and upkeep of power armor for the Sisters of the Argent Shroud, the order that protected Palmalternum, and, like her husband, a thief who stole lumps of holy wax used for the Sisters' purity seals. Little Red watched Mariana go to bed, then saw her parents pour sin-seed oil into the eyes, then lay and twitch for hours. She shouldn't have that name. Little Rat told Brick. She pulled at the mangled tufts of her matted black hair with a shock of near-white grey. Brick said the white hair appeared when she was two, a day after a man tried to steal her. Brick had crushed a man's head, and Little Rat had cried for hours. In the morning, a streak of hair had lost its colour and never returned. It should be mine she said. She stole it from me. What makes you think it should be yours? asked Brick. Only the name joined the Adepta Sororitas. She doesn't need it. I do. Brick mustered a grin, and there was sadness in his eyes. At least you know what your name would have been. All I have is a number. I'm going to take it from her said Little Rat. She felt for her thin knife under the layers of rugs and discarded robes that served as her bed. Brick's eyes widened and he puffed his lips, then let the air out slow as he shook his head. He knew better than to try and stop her. It was why the other kids had started calling her Little Rat. She always found a way. Three weeks later, Little Red had the Diaz family's routine memorized. The Diaz parents only used the hoarded sinseed oil at the end of the week, when they wouldn't need to work the next day. A sinseed stupor could last for hours, even after the visions had worn off. At the end of the day, during the third week of her vigil, Little Red decided to make her move. The fake Mariana's parents had taken more sinseed oil than usual and were in the bed when Little Rat slipped through the window. Their daughter, in the kitchen in search of food, gasped as a thin knife was drawn across her throat. Blood bubbled from the cut as the girl fell and try to speak. Mine, said Mariana, scowling, and took the dead girl's ident card. Before leaving, Mariana went to the parents' room 
and poured the rest of the sinseed oil into the eyes. Is this what you wanted to see? Did you get it? Brick asked. The girl he'd always called Little Red lifted the card and grinned. I don't know if I'll ever think of you as Mariana. You'll always be a little rat to me. Mariana tucked at the shock of grey hair and stared at the ident cart. I don't care what you call me. Then why was getting that name so important to you? Because it's mine, she said, and ran her fingers over the name on the cart. Her name.